Hey everyone! Uh, literally everyone! Hello to everyone! How are you? I'm DM Brad and this is episode 15 of The Fate of Ison. Thanks for downloading and listening. You're cool! Do you know who else is cool? Our Patreon donors. Very cool! Shout out to Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino and Irene Cucci for your continued support and standing up and joining the resistance. If you want to find out how you can help fight back against the Arkvale Empire, head to patreon.com slash fateofison. Right, let's get on with it after we recap what happened in episode 14. Trestlespoon rejoined his friends in the aftermath of Lord Trantus Grifton's betrayal. Luckily, with the aid of spells, potions, and Baldini's wand of mass healing, all the slain villagers were revived in the nick of time. Enemy soldiers closed in, but our heroes won the day and liberated Fort Pithlock from the black and gold menace. Oh, and Trestlespoon rode a girl riding a horse. Squatteth, are we ready? <laughs> oh my Squatteth, are we ready to Hashtag pee? Hashtag Squatteth goals. If the Squatters shall now pee. <laughs> Let's pee, Squatters. Uh, hello. <laughs> hello, listeners. If the Squatters be here for episode 15. We are, we are HTP, which is here to play, not down to play. We're so here to pee. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I had a yeah. lot of Baileys and a lot of fruit juice. Someone's driving tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I have only one cup of Baileys. You just don't know how big the cup is. So this is episode 15 of The Fate of Ison. Um, last time, um, Trestlespoon reunited with the group after the horrific uh, attempted murder of 11 young kidnapped women. Uh, the group managed to save all of them through um, using various magical items. Ha! Are you listening? Lord Grifton? Fuck that! Fuck that in your ass! We Some, saved them! Somewhere and... in one of the realms of hell, Lord Grifton is being punished by a demon for not doing his job well enough. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited by that image. How did he not even kill one? Because mm. you guys intervened. You guys had a wand, they would have, a wand of mass healing. Off. They would have died. Oh yeah. Because they were right on the edge of dying. I get it. Mm. Mm. Threw a javelin through a dude. <laughs> a, yes, I a, threw a trestle spoon who was riding a woman onto a horse. The women were revived. Oh. Trestle spoon rode one of them. Um, <laughs> Not yet a woman. Not yet a woman. Uh, yes, an, Not yet an 11 year old with the ride. An 11 year old, he rode an 11 year old human girl called Gwendolyn. Not yet a woman, but still worth the ride. Yeah, yeah the trestle spoon. <laughs> In a purely like. She was taller than you. She yeah. was a game, Philly! <laughs> she was game! Oh my god. Uh, all 11 of the young women were miraculously saved from the brink of death. Um, the, they were then um, subsequently rescued from the fort as our group fought their way out via uh, through a number of soldiers, some drunk, some sleeping, and some uh, armed and ready with crossbows. Uh, the villagers have all stormed the fort after Banfor unlocked it, and one of the women, a uh, young woman, human woman in her mid-twenties, uh, called Irene, 
um, did some extremely brave and probably extremely stupid heroics, uh-huh. um, but manages managed to hold her own against a number of soldiers, and she is uh, now speaking with Banfor. I like how he's wiggling his eyebrows at me. It's real fucking creepy. Just wiggling my eyebrows in general, man. Um, so I got two things to say to you, big man. Uh, first of all, uh, thank you for, for you and your friends for saving us. We were surely uh, in a bad state. But uh, also, secondly, uh, what the fuck was up with that noble motherfucking son of a bitch friend you were with? What uh, the shit was that? I don't know what to say because I'm frankly a bit lost in your eyes. <laughs> Roll another charisma check. Oh my god. It's a three. That's not uh, a <laughs> Yeah. It's a four. Okay, she's like, yeah, the moment's gone. I'm sorry about that. And then she looks to Griff and the innkeeper. She says, uh, Griff, Richter, uh, uh thanks. You guys, I don't know you, you were... The brave top. Therefore, it's currently flexing against a wall. <laughs> <laughs> flexing what? His muscles. Mm. Griff's like, I am brave. Brave? Where am I? What's going on? And Richter, the barman, is just like, oh, just uh, doing my duty as a villager. <laughs> that was his voice from three episodes. No, ago. I know, but I'm laughing because he got I, carried up there. Because I said duty, right? That's what you're yeah, laughing. Also duty. Also you duty. caught me. And then they kind of shuffle past her and down the stairs to rejoin the villagers. And Irene lingers for a moment and then she heads down the stairs too. And she uh, gets hugged by a few people in the, Mal- in the crowd. Like, Sorry, uh, I see you put the arrow to good use. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for that. It was mighty yeah. useful. Banfor leaves over the rampart, addressing the crowd in general, and goes, No one fucking touch their hands. They are mine. Otherwise... And then he puts both <laughs> fists up and goes, Let's loot this fox! Um, Mali, Mali turns around to everybody and says, No, no, you can touch your own hands. He means the dead hands. All hands are mine! <laughs> Roll persuasion. That's a net 20. Oi! Everyone looks around very confused and goes, Alright, fucking leave the hands. <laughs> and one of them goes, Aye, aye, Captain, no one's touching the hands. You uh, weirdo. <laughs> you giant weirdo. Who said that? You come up here and kiss me on the mouth. Mally, Griff, um, who has walked down the stairs, looks back at you at that and goes, Ooh, like yet. longingly. <laughs> <laughs> Be there, try that. Maybe don't brush your teeth next time. <sighs> it joins the crowd again. <laughs> what do you guys do? Mally's looking around for where the horses end up. They are swamped by people at oh. the moment, but uh, it looks like someone, uh, possibly Lewin, you can't quite tell, is slowly leading them out towards one of uh, out the gates. Has an arrow right. in it? Yeah. <laughs> one horse does have an arrow in it. We are in the horse. Left flank. Does it look good? Does not look good. No. That's like, alright, they've got they've got healers. Sexually. Oh gross. Sweet wound horse. And four heads back into the room that they were just in. Yeah, I just want to know if there's anything, like, cool around the castle, so I guess I want to, like, loot the castle. Okay. Sort of. From because I'm where? aware 
I'm aware that it's also like the townsfolk's yeah. castle. It's, so it's, it's Lewin's home and the home, what yeah. she described as the home of her small council and a few other villages. Yeah, so I guess I'm looking for like Arkvale soldiery related yeah. stuff so, rather than like looks like it belongs to the castle okay. stuff. So we'll go with Banfall first who was up on the ramparts who said he goes into the room where you guys fought. Um, so there is only a dead Adam in that room? There is a dead Adam, there is the desk where he was sitting where tr- while Trantus was sneaking up on him. There's the two dogs, there's a shitload of blood mm. um, and there's like an old couch at the back that is like soaked in blood. Uh, are there any, like, curtains or fabric or robes or anything like that in the room? No. There, oh, there, there's a rug. Okay, so Banvor's gonna cut, like, just a length off the rug and then, uh, sort of just bend over Adam's body and just ever so gently cut his face off. Oh, gross. Uh, and then sort of just stretch that and stick on the spikes on his chest. Grotesque. <laughs> oh, uh, and then take his hands, <laughs> cut holes in them, and run the rope through it, and then tie that round of, um, round his waist like a belt, and then just go around all the dead Arkvale soldiers and repeat the process until he's got a full belt of hands. Okay, so you and armor covered in the stretched out faces of you... vanquished foes. Uh, right. It would so take you... quite a while. Yeah, that would take a long time to a travel around. The fort, finding I them. I doubt anyone is going to stop. Yeah, me. no, no one's going to stop you. No, I, will, I just mean time wise. I will, wise. I will let, yeah. right I'll let you do that. That is. That's just most of my day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's several hours. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy with so that. it is late at night already. Cool. Ooh. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just doing it. Well, yeah. Um, all I was looking for is like magical type cool shit or gold or look. potions. Like um, on, like on the soldiers, back in the room with the fireplace. So I'm, I'm. I'm looking around the dining hall, and then I'm looking around, like, you know, like, the ground floor stuff. Okay. All the rooms, uh, there's a room on every corner. Yeah. And there's one room in the middle of every wall as well. Yeah. So in total, there are eight rooms on uh, around the four sides. Yeah, so when I, go, when I go into the rooms, I'm looking for things like potions and gold and anything amulety or that Okay, kind of roll an investigation check. God, my investigation is so shit. Fifteen. Okay, uh, you find a shitload of short swords, a shitload of heavy crossbows. Cool. Uh, heaps of chain shirts. Um, you So basically one for every soldier. Sure. Um, you also find a grand total of uh, 187 gold. Cool. Ooh. And Ooh. 400 silver. A lot? Cool. For 20 soldiers, that's not that much. Yeah, yeah, they don't. There might be other stuff, but it doesn't appear to be like the soldiers' belongings, so you don't search it. So it's like mm. possibly villagers' belongings, unless you do search. I don't know. Do you search like people's drawers and things that were clearly here before the soldiers? I'm just looking at who I am and where <laughs> I would. <laughs> Would I? I'm like I'm like lawful good alignment apparently, so I probably wouldn't. Okay. If I'm true to my character, okay. I wouldn't. I'll say you don't do that. But I don't find any hand crossbows or anything. You don't find any hand crossbows. Don't find any hands. Those are all spoken for. <laughs> They're all gone. <laughs> um, crossbow bolts. Can I use them in my hand crossbow? No, you cannot. They're too big. Uh, roll another investigation check. <laughs> I don't want to ask that because you know it's going to be good and if you roll shit it's going to be like sad days yeah see 8 <laughs> plus 
No, that's oh, it's eight total. So it's seven plus okay. one. You find a in one of the bar- what one of the rooms that looks like it's been used for a barrack where there's um, like cots and soldier belongings and things. Um, you do find a sack that might belong to soldiers, might not. Cool. Uh, but you, so you, um, so, mo- I would open so it's morally ambiguous. I would open you it. You open it up, and all you find in it is a uh, small book that appears to be like a journal, and one potion. Take the journal, read it out loud every page. It doesn't say what's, it doesn't say what the potion is. Cool. It's just, just like a blue swishy liquid. I hand it to my other character in another game who casts Identify on it. All right. So uh, in another <laughs> in another universe, uh, she knows that. No. <laughs> I actually genuinely forgot which campaign I'm playing right now. I was like, I cast... No, I don't have that. Uh, that's fine. I'm good. I have a potion. Is that it? Yep. That's all you find. Cool. Of any note. Other than that, it's just like tapestries hanging on the walls and things like that. Yeah, cool. been what are you doing? Um, well, I was surfing... Yeah, you were last seen the surfing crowd. the crowd. Um, what's happened to the crowd since... They, they, they didn't really yeah. have much to do. They sort of gathered around the horses and the women, mm-hmm. and slowly the crowd is dispersing out the gates uh, as the women are sort of being returned to their homes. Okay, well, uh, I guess the crowd and surfing had to had to end, unfortunately. After the tide several, went out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after several <laughs> long hours um, on the bodyboard, um, Teresa Spoon <laughs> literally uh, <laughs> he retired back down to the ground. He said goodbye to everybody. Oh. He said goodbye. Goodbye, <laughs> everybody. Goodbye, <laughs> everybody. Um, do you fill anybody in on your situation? Do you ask any questions about what you missed? Uh, yeah, I guess I ask a few people what what on earth happened here because I still don't really know. All I know is that Trantis something terrible happened. Yeah, so the village the villagers don't know. In fact, they ask you like, where's the, the lord that was with you um, how, how did you do this you, you're heroes all of you um, you and your friends and, and, and the lord we want to thank him for, for bringing you here does Marley come out at this point like how if long you want it take? yeah it definitely would because if I heard anybody talking well about yeah or you, you wouldn't right have heard that but I mean we'll say you could coincidentally pop out of wherever you're searching yeah yeah cool and I walk across and I'm like oh hey Tress where you been bud just surfing the crowd, catching catch a few. That's not what I meant. Uh, you kind of you disappeared on us. Uh, I saw I saw an old friend I haven't seen in, in many years, and I I, I had to I had to leave for, for a the, little while. In the middle of a crocodile killing. I you guys had it under control. Yeah, we nearly died. And it's fine. But more important, <laughs> I still don't know what on earth. What happened here? This is r- ridiculous. Oh, well, I've got some bad news for you, mate. Mm-hmm. Lord Trentis was in the service of some kind of something bad, and he went apeshit crazy. We got to the woman, we thought that they were rescued, and he turned around and killed them all. This whole conversation, Griff is standing near you, not part of the conversation, just kind of lurking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, he didn't kill them all because that's when you kind of got there and we, we managed to save them, but... For a second there, I thought they were all dead. What? Shut up! Who are you? Who are you, Griff? Oh, Griff! Hi, Griff. 
<laughs> Did you want something, Griff? We're having a, quite a serious conversation here. Oh, okay. Wait, Griff, do you, do you know anything? Do you know anything Do about you know this? anything about Lord Drentis or why he would kill a whole bunch of innocent women? Why are you just a, a why loiterer? Why seem to be talking to someone inside his head? I'm just... Oh, I'm Griff. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Griff. Hey, where's, where's your friend? Dead. I don't know. Oh, he was... He disappeared. He's looking for... You can go find him if you want. Do you want Bamful? Yeah. Oh, right. He's he's over there flexing. Oh. <laughs> I'm pulling hands off looking people. For, looking for oh. hands. Off you go. You and could... he, he totters off like a drunk two-year-old. <laughs> cool. Goodbye. Uh, no, but seriously, that, that happened. He seemed to be talking to somebody in his head and getting instructions on something or something. I don't know. Couldn't hear what was going on. And then he just killed everybody and then he just disappeared. He di How did he disappear? Like in a big puff of uh, magic. A black shadow broke off That's of right. him and formed a shadow wall preventing Marley and Banfall from attacking him. And then the shadow enveloped him and he disappeared inside it. Yeah. She describes that to you. Ah. <laughs> that. <laughs> big puff of magic that did that. Very well <laughs> described. Um, uh, it was like a veil of night. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I tell you once, I went off to, to, to follow this, this gnome through marshland and we came to this cottage and there was a, a demon just like the one you described here and he disappeared in, in, a, in a flash of smoke as well. Roll perception, just you, Trestlespoon. Fifteen. You, as you say that, you actually notice out the corner of your eye, you look up on the ramparts, there is a raven watching you. I gaze up at the... It's... Is that you? It just goes... Ah! And flies away. Bloody hell, I'm losing my mind. What the hell is that? I'm being followed by a bird. Well, shit. What the hell are we facing here? I think we need more information. I mean, I'm pretty pissed about the whole thing. But we still... I guess we go back to, to the town? We've still got, you know, like, a lot of other shit to do. This was just one... Exclamation point on our quiz log. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to save? <laughs> Some kind of campfire about? Or? We were. I mean, we were still heading to Denton Yeah. This was just a stopover. I guess we've done. Kind of like a special guest quest. Yeah. Mm. What we were supposed to do here? I guess we go back to the inn and turn it in. Turn in the quiz to the lady with the question mark now um, <laughs> to see if, point above her, I think. yeah <laughs> like to see if we get some kind of experience reward uh, I'm, I'm, glad you guys are, I'm glad you guys are whistling my story down to, <laughs> to adventure by numbers thanks for that i play a lot of wow okay uh, i'm literally just relating this back <laughs> okay so um the barman uh whose name you learned was richter uh, the blue-skinned tiefling man. He yes. he comes up to you and he claps you both on the shoulder. Uh, he has to lean down to do that for Trestlespoon. Uh, he says, "Um, oh, you guys would want to be uh, staying in the inn. It's getting late. You guys want to yeah, free, free room, of course." I was no, going to say, I'm "Is there any, any more of that Lord Grifton money on the uh, tab?" <laughs> he goes, "Where is your mate? He uh, he certainly paid enough money." Uh, it's all going to be on the house. So it turns out he, he nearly killed all the women. I'm sure they'll what? tell you all about it. 
Um, oh, this is too much to process. Um, look, so come back basically, with me. basically, just take anything that he gave from you and feel good about it because that the, guy is a bad man. The money's still good. It's good money. Yeah. Oh, there's no such thing as bad money, my friend. Whew. <laughs> in fact, he, he in fact and... Marley's just really like feeling quite low right now and she'd just sort of like to play in the corner a little bit before she goes to sleep to cheer herself up. The corner of where? Like the tavern. Oh, so you follow him, him out the fort and towards yeah. the stodgy omelette. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where I'm going. I'm going to the stodgy omelette and I just want to play a bit of music for a bit to cheer myself up and then go to sleep and get all my shit back. Okay, and Tristan Spoon, what do you do? Um, before leaving for the tavern, uh, I call out um, Bamfor's name to see where he is and what his plans are. Uh, uh, Bamfor fair. emerges from the back part of the fort. And Griff is standing right where you emerge, uh, <laughs> lurking. And Bamfor push, puts his entire fa- hand over Griff's entire face and just pushes him down on the ground. He, does, he gives no resistance. He just flops to the ground. And goes... Oh, little mate, what are we doing? Uh, well, we were going, we were going to the, the tavern for a, 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 a cheeky early night. What do you reckon? <laughs> cheeky early night is quite Nothing late already, wrong but... with a little sleep between friends. I, think I will you... be in the bushes adjacent. Fair. Sounds good. And follows go, on You can go sleep with Foxworthy. Yeah, I was going to say on the way back, because I, I was just say, thinking... Adjacent. Yeah, I was just thinking about Foxworthy because I was thinking about the horses. Um, and on the way back to the tavern, she just merely wants to check on Foxworthy and make sure Foxworthy is okay. And actually just just give him a hug because yeah. she really needs a hug. Okay, Foxworthy, uh, you reach the like penned off stable area where he was. Mm-hmm. and Don't say where he was. Oh, sorry, sorry, where you left him. Oh my god. And he is there. <laughs> <laughs> you just ran gave me a hug. He was joking about Foxworthy not being there the so, other day. If he's there, uh, he's just not alive. No, I'm kidding. Don't, don't you fucking <laughs> look at me. Uh, listeners, uh, you couldn't see this, obviously, but um, Jules just uh, stared actual holes in my head with her laser eyes. <laughs> That's, that is fact. I'm dead now. Um, <laughs> he's speaking um, to you from beyond you s- the grave. Uh, you see Foxworthy still attached to the cart. Uh, he's standing, sleeping on his feet. Okay. And you see next to him on, on a hay bale, sitting on a hay bale, is the human boy who greeted you when you first arrived in the town. Oh, and he is keeping, fast asleep too. He's been keeping Foxworthy hay. He's a, That's cute. He's sleeping, sitting upright. Yeah, okay. So I, I reach over... To Foxworthy and I kind of stroke his head lovingly and sort of give him a little nuzzle and if he wakes up I'll I'll like give him something to eat he doesn't wake up okay that's fine and then I day. I take like one of my like spare no I take off my arc fail uniform which I realized I'm wearing. still wearing oh okay I forgot all about that <laughs> yeah. Got yeah I take it off and I put it like inside out like to cover the yeah. boy I should have had um them kill me. Given Ban for like confusion in his rage. I'm so glad you didn't remember I was wearing that uniform. Um, I wasn't going to remind you, just in case it went badly for me. Um, yeah, I take off the uniform and I cover the small boy in it, and then I, I seeing everything's fine, I go back. Okay. To so the end, yeah. and I play. You go to the stodgy omelette. Uh, there's no one in the common room. Uh, you get the impression that everyone who was crowding it earlier, mm-hmm. um, now that the fort is free, they are returning to their lodgings. That's fine. I don't need to play to anybody. I just want to sort of play okay. for myself. 
Okay. You just have a little play with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, spoon, you just go to bed. I go straight to bed. It's been a long day for trestle spoon. Um, Richter hands you a key as you walk in and just says, um, room one, mate. Is it a normal bed or a... It's a normal human-sized bed. Human-sized bed. It's a king. Wow. It's a California king. A it's, California a sing- king. it's a single. A single. But for you. But for me. It's two California <laughs> kings. A, on it's an island. Um, uh, Help me! I'm lost! <laughs> it's a bed continent. I'm lost between the sheets. Um... Uh, scrambling I, around in there. Eh? I'm doing my yeah. own Dutch oven. I, I curl up on the I curl up on the pillow like a cat, and I think of the raven and the demon and the demon and my family and all the crazy stuff that happened today. And I go, ooh, and I fall straight asleep. Roll a wisdom save just to see if that affects your dreams. Oh my god. Fourteen. Oh, can you? Oh, sorry. Scrolly, scrolly. I uh, know fourteen plus whatever plus wisdom save wisdom is. is, is, is... A wisdom save. That one. Plus zero. Mm. Okay, yeah. 14, that's enough. You you manage to like process the thoughts enough that it doesn't haunt you. Mm-hmm. And you get a restful night. Mm-hmm. Are there visions? Can you have like crazy dream visions? I can make you have whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> okay, <laughs> alright. That's just good to know, <laughs> I, I guess. Um, and Banfor, so you just uh, find a place to sleep outside? Collapse face down on a bush adjacent to the inn. Okay, yeah. Um, you, yeah, you just straight up do that. There's a, there's a big uh, patch of um, dirt and cow shit. Just, I was going to say bush, but sure, dirt and cow shit. With a bush. Um, with a bush, and you just flop right into it. You become invisible as you sink into this bush and hit the ground. And <laughs> oh, anyone passing by would not know you're there. Before I hit long rest on my D and D Beyond, are we? having a long rest you're not waking us in the middle of the night for some random fucking something i'm not or other. going to wake you in the middle of the night okay cool thank you okay so you awake in the middle of the night um, <laughs> well it's already done now my hear- D beyond is reset <laughs> you hear griff yelling Woo! no you don't um <laughs> griff is presumably passed out somewhere oh he's drunk and uh confused and maybe in love oh he shows up later um right so morning comes and what do you guys do? I get up uh, as early as I can, like as early as my character would be allowed to, wander down to go see Foxworthy again. Okay. And just um, all my rations, and, uh, not rations, like all my stuffs in the cart, so I just check that and feed Foxworthy and wait for the boys to wake yeah. up, I guess. Yeah, so the boy wakes up as you approach. Yeah. Um, and he... He looks a bit confused, like he's surprised that he fell asleep, and he's like, "Oh, um, Miss, uh, um, I was, I was looking after the the hog for you, cause I, I don't know what. Oh, I'm sorry, I fell asleep. You did an amazing job. His name's Foxworthy, by the way. The boy is beaming with pride. Yeah, he is healthy and happy. Look at him. And then he looks up at the sky and like notices that the sun is high. Or high enough, like it's like 7 or 8 a.m., which is uh, probably a bit later in the day than he thought he would be waking. He's like, oh, um, I, I have to go. Um, and he just runs. Away. Okay. You don't get his name, you don't get anything. He's just gone. I'm, I'm just looking around like, is, <laughs> am I the only person awake still? Yes. Okay, cool. So she, uh, so she, Marley wanders back into uh, the tavern. Uh, is anybody like awake in there? 
Um, the barman, Richter, is uh, just behind the bar. Just kind of slumped, like he's tired, but he's there to work. Yeah. Um, hey, Richter. Ah, morning. Morning, morning. hero. Is there any coffee going, Richter? Oh, it's almost ready. Excellent. And Molly just plonks herself down, like, ready to wait for the coffee. Yeah. So of. he uh, reaches down under the bar. Um, you hear the clinking of different cups and glasses and things. Yeah. And then he brings out two cups of steaming black coffee, and he sits down at the table with you. Excellent. And I'm like, how's the town, Richter? Says, uh, oh, well, to be honest, I came back here. I don't know the full news of uh, how everyone's feeling, but I imagine it's, it's elation. Was, was... You saved everyone. Yeah, I was going to say, it was 11, 11 it, or did we... So, I'll tell you what, the one thing I heard people talking about before I left the fort was, where's that noble? No one quite understands what that was about. And there was a lot of blood. Yeah, there was. Some of that was caused by those Arkbound soldiers dying. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> but, um... Some of that was because the the Lord, for some reason, decided to get it into his head to kill the woman. See, that's the part that confuses me. I heard someone said that, but the women are alive. To, to be fair, we're pretty confused too, and we had to spend a hell of a lot of healing power on getting them to stay in the alive situation. Um, all I can say is, I don't understand what you did, but I'm glad you did it. Thank you. We're just glad we turned up at this time. We were we were actually headed to Danton Air. It was oh. only because I forgotten his name. Sturman. Sturman got trapped in a trap, and uh, he took us to Fort Pithog in the first place. <laughs> Sturman, old oh, trappy Sturman. <laughs> if he hadn't got trapped in that oh, trap, we wouldn't be here. Not the first time. He uh, he almost got eaten by a giant croc in the swamp one time. Couple it, years back now, he uh, he nearly got himself eaten by two balls. Ah, uh, sounds about right. <laughs> anyway, is there anything else I can get you? And he sips his coffee. No, I'm happy. I'm happy with my coffee. I'll I'll wait for my companions and another out. cup of coffee for Trestlespoon. There we go. Barman. Uh, good morning. Good good morning. Uh, Trestlespoon is feeling very refreshed uh, after a good night's sleep. Although he did have a strange dream uh, about the raven, perhaps a vision, which we will uh, I will leave in your hands. About the three-eyed raven. The three Where have I heard that? Raven. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> uh, Trestlespoon uh, sips methodically on his coffee uh, and turns to Mally and goes, "Well then, what's the what's the plan today?" I I guess we're heading back to Dantonier, like back on that quest. When I mean, we're still gonna. See Xanthan... Xanthan Cree? Sounds good, I, I guess. I would be happy to get out of... To get out of here. This has been a real... I mean, we've still got all of Smith Corman's stuff that we were supposed to take that way, so I guess... It's only been two days since you saw him. Yeah, like, I guess that's still the plan. I'm sure he won't... You know, we've got some good uh, stories to take with him. Those would surely be worth another couple of days. Oh, I'm sure. And, and you know... For the resistance, we've taken out some more Arkvale soldiers. That's right. I mean, in the greater scheme of things, you know, we've done some great work. I'm still really confused about this old friend of yours, Tress. It was a... 
it was a gnome I, I, I knew and I, I kind of had a, we had a romantic thing and I, I thought it would rekindle an old flame, but... And said he called a demon on you. Yeah, he had, uh, his teeth were very pointy and he was in control of this uh, raven uh, demon. Um, and uh, it, uh, it it didn't it didn't go it didn't go well uh, at all. So uh, well, I mean, you lived, and I, we're, I did. we're glad to see you. And she puts out a hand and she kind of like taps you on the shoulder, like she wants to sort of hug you, but she's not really sure if we're there yet. Mm. You know, mm. like, it's a really hard thing to judge if you're That's on right. hug level. Uh, Trestlespoon embraces the affection, but he's also confused as to whether a hug would be appropriate. Yeah. And they both just sit in that awkward... Kind of like tapping each other sort of yeah. vaguely on the shoulder. Friends? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, outside, a cat finds a human sleeping in a bush and bites a finger. Nothing happens. <laughs> the cat just chews on a human finger it finds in the bush. Nothing continues to happen. <laughs> cool, so and he's then, got a uh, half-chewed finger. A rumbling uh, emerges and a hand comes out and swats the cat completely flat into the mud. <laughs> Roll an unarmed attack. <laughs> I just realised, by the way, my unarmed... Fifteen. Uh, plus five, twenty. You splat this cat hard. <laughs> uh, I can have a non-lethal yeah, attack. Have, I didn't say you kill it. But uh, you definitely so hurt it. I flatten this cat into the mud, and well, sorry, Bamfor flattens the cat into the mud, and says, "That's my finger," and takes the inanimate finger <laughs> out of the cat's mouth, and uh, makes like a as he sticks it back on a spike yeah. on his armor. And then sort of lumbers up in a sort of spineless, semi-zombie posture and starts moving towards the inn, entering it, smacking his head on the door frame. I was going to say, can you smell something coming, Tris? <laughs> and then just sort of lying down on the floor, spread-eagled. On your back or on your stomach? Um, on my front. At this point, Marley's seen a lot of your kind of stuff and just goes, Want a coffee, Bamf? Oh. We can make it a spiked coffee for you, an Irish Lights coffee. So cool. <laughs> and I just, I just sort of gesture at the barman to get us a coffee, but pour some whiskey in it. A spiky one. <laughs> oh, you want it Cyrusian style? Yeah, Cyrusian. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. No anal for me. <laughs> he gets a coffee and you see him do a very obvious like silent movie pour yeah. of whiskey from a bottle straight into this coffee cup go without any coffee yeah there's yeah. no he didn't pour any coffee <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, and then he he passes it to me yeah he hands it over the bar cool and I just walk over to to Bamford instead of even handing him the glass I just kind of go open and Bamford will Roll slightly to his side and just open his mouth, and but not his eyes. And I just pour it straight in his mouth. Uh, Panfall begins to drown. <laughs> but then eventually gags enough of it down that there's like kind of like an old window starting up noise. Like a boom. And his eyes snap open and now he's just drunk. Cool. And, and I give him a loving kick on the top of the head. By that I mean like a little tiny tap on the top of the head and say, morning, bam. And then I go back to my seat. And Banff 
uh, Bamfor. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> lets out his usual, um, upon awakening, blood curdling scream. <laughs> um, and he goes, Morning. Good morning. <laughs> so, what do we reckon, guys? Dantonier? Let's do it, I, I guess. Uh, look, I'm not going anywhere. Well, except for Dantonier, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> if that's where you guys want to go. Look, guys. We've still got all of Smith Corman's stuff, so I suppose we better. I just pulled a guy in half yesterday. I mean, I saw that. No, I did I? a little Maybe. bit to come back from emotionally. So, Play with your hands, Banff. Play with your hands. They'll make you feel better. I've been playing with the hands, but you can only come so much. <laughs> <laughs> you've you've been through a, a lot. It's a, a lot of hands. You've been through a They're lot of hands. They're only good for three or four, and they start falling apart. And you get rid of them. Uh, Molly stands up. No, this you is think not I was a... getting all the hands. I ex. I don't. I didn't want to th- think about it, I guess, and now it I... It is obviously I, for that. Molly stands up knowing this is not a conversation oh. she wants to be a part of, and she goes, meet me at the cart. By the way, Trace, you should probably tell Bamf what you've been up to as she walks okay. out the door. Second point, where do you think I got all their faces? Oh, God. Are you serious? Could I, I block my ears about now? it, man. Oh, You're but this. Oh, do you mean you, Jules? <laughs> yeah, me, Jules. Can I block my ears and you just tell me when I can listen again? <laughs> but aren't all the hands all they'll be all calloused yeah oh. exfoliating exfoliating yeah like a, a scrub it's like a loofah but you fuck it do you use them on the rest of your person or no they tend to be pretty tore up by the end of it what was I heard there was this loud it sounded like a cat being a it was a screeching cat noise oh that was a cat it was it was a cat. I didn't fuck it. You but it did have something to do with you? Oh, uh, it was trying to steal my butthole finger. You That's not one of your real fingers. No, it's somebody else's. How many of those do you have? I had three, I lost two, but I'll find them again soon. Are they two on the same hand? Did you lose one hand or two? They're all off of the hand. But they are on a string. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. That's, uh... Well, I had a good... I, I saw an old friend yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did, yeah. How was that? How it was, was it was good, it was good. It was, it was uh... good. It's nice to see an old friend. <laughs> Catch, <laughs> catching up with an old friend. I still have an image of fingers in my head. Like Christmas bunting, like hanging from a string. I would listen to a podcast of just your conversation. <laughs> this is the best episode so far. <laughs> it's uh, I heard a cat. Well, I heard there was a cat. Christmas bunting <laughs> being pulled out of his arsehole slowly, yeah, popping like, beads, like fuckle anal beans. Yeah. So you saw an old friend. <laughs> I saw an old friend. This must be nice to catch up. It was a. It was where well, he wasn't quite the same, but you know how people. Everybody changes. They all change. It's the only constant. You know he was. Uh, his teeth were much pointier. This he like sharpened his. That'll happen. People grow up. You know you grow people apart. Do grow up. Some of you will sharpen your teeth. Some. That's just that's just life. Why do people do? Is that a thing? 
I don't know. It's, it sounds pretty cool. It does. Do you want to do? I mean, I wouldn't say no. Richter puts I've two plates of bacon and eggs in front of you. Oh, <gasps> dear God. Thank you, dear barman. They'll be there all day now. <laughs> um, Marley and Foxworthy have just, like, left. <laughs> can Trestlespoon take out a little um, knife and fork set that he keeps <laughs> in his upper sleeve? In like a Velcro pocket. Absolutely. Roll for stealth. <laughs> <laughs> is that where he keeps his lockpicking tools, too? Hey, that's sixteen. That's that shit. Yeah, enough. The fork is his lockpicking tool. Yeah. <laughs> Based on his current lockpicking stats. Mm, what are we? What are we? Uh, stealth. Oh right, down the bottom. How slickly do I? Hey, you do got this? a plus five to your stealth. No oh, seven. Oh, did you increase? Seven. No one increased sees you take out your knife and fork. No one sees me take out my little. <laughs> <laughs> my gnome set of it's my... Th- oh, where great. did that come from? Your dessert Whoa, fork and I'm cheese knife. mystery, what can I say? I start uh, digging into my eggs and bacon. Uh, there's an audible crash as Banfor attempts to cut his bacon with his axe. <laughs> <laughs> Can't cut... Just use your hands. The table breaks in half, both of your plates hit the floor. Oh. Banfor then begins to eat Rick the is floor. like... The fuck? I know you guys are heroes, but come on! Sorry! There's like, um, Marley notices all of a sudden Foxworthy is seriously uncomfortable as like an image of Bacon getting slaughtered by an axe. He's far enough away, he's not Oh, smelling. I thought he remembered your brother. <laughs> no, I'm, Foxworthy has never met my brother. Yeah, but he smells him on my Patreon! God. Get on the Patreon, you'll find out what that meant. <laughs> yeah, become one of our donors, uh, patreon.com slash fate of Ison to get that joke. They already know it was in episode, like, two or three. Don't go back, pay us! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys have a conversation, you, you um, retrieve what bacon and eggs off the floor you can, mm-hmm. uh, and Richter even gives you little takeaway parcels, like little paper-wrapped parcels of what seems like bread and hard uh, cheeses to take with you on the road. Because he oh, uh, heard Marley talking about the fact you guys need to go to Dantonair. So he knows you're leaving town and I gives you that. him about it. Yeah, he gives you guys that and bids you good luck on your journey. Oh. On the road again. By the time you get mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. Marley, she and Fox were there ready to go. Uh, we hustle out. up onto the cart, and Banfor resumes a prone posture, falling asleep, cuddling a something caked hand. Trestlespoon jumps onto Hogsworthy, uh, thrilled from having ridden a woman on a horse. Uh, <laughs> the fuck Hogsworthy is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Hogsworthy. Hogsworthy. I've got his Hogsworthy. name wrong. I'm so excited I get his name wrong. I go, <laughs> you charge! Like that. And a walking pace moves forward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does Marley clop, see the horses clop. as she leaves town? Uh, no, they might. The you guess they're probably inside the stable, inside the fort, where they where you found them in the first place. She thinks fondly of the horses. Banfor thinks fondly of Griff. Trestlespoon thinks Griff wakes up and thinks fondly of Banfor. <laughs> <laughs> Banfor. Thinks very fondly of Griff in the back of the wagon. Um, Molly shudders for a reason she doesn't know why. Okay, so you guys. Because somebody is masturbating behind her. You guys read. You do actually have your hand down your pants right now. Not wrong. IRL. Uh, another one of our. Uh, 
Patreon incentives is uh, I will post a photo of Oliver with his hand down his pants. Uh, just no. for you. No, that's <laughs> never going on the feed. Uh, add me on Snapchat <laughs> at Oliver to see that for free. <laughs> um, you guys rejoin the road and start heading eastward <coughs> toward Dantonia. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have an, a completely uneventful six-hour journey of just clock, 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 no, clock, no, no, clock, no. clock. That's clock, incorrect. Clock, 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 okay, clock, clock, you are not molested by <laughs> external sources. Okay, cool. Because if it's going to be this boring, then Molly would be like, "I'm going to board. I can't speak with animals, so I can talk to Foxworthy." Okay. And I just want to talk to Foxworthy about how far how... into the journey do you do that? No, I just kind of like two hours in. Okay. Yeah, um, I want to talk to Foxworthy, like I'm mainly like. Voice. Mainly like... I cannot wait for the voice. Yeah, mainly like, just like, Hey, Foxworthy, it's me, Marley, and I can cast a spell sometimes to talk to you. And that's what I want to say initially. Give me a moment (laughs) to pick a voice in my head. Okay. There's one I might use... Is it this one? No. Is it that one? Fair fair (laughs) warning, I am going to ask Foxworthy how he knows Captain Dahlia Bright. Daria, right. But yes, close. Daria. Daria, my writing is bad. <laughs> Fox, so what was your initial question? To my, my initial question is just, a, my initial thing is just to tell him that I can cast a spell sometimes where I can talk to him. Soft open. Yeah. To, to, so he doesn't freak out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you could do that. <laughs> Why hey, does he sound like Mickey Mouse? Because that's the voice I chose. <laughs> Amazing. Well, oh. Um, <laughs> Super creepy and I hate it. I love it. I love the oh, Foxworthy sounds like Mickey Mouse. Um, how do you know Daria Bright? I, 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 Daria knew you by sight, Foxworthy. A lot of people know me by sight. Have um, you seen the big white spot? Hey, Jim. <laughs> Jim, <laughs> I'm talking to a hog. Yeah, I can hear you making all sorts of noises. I don't know what the hog's saying. <laughs> not my, uh, any questions you've ever wanted to ask a hog, Jim? Uh, not really, unless I want to know what mud and shit tastes like. Oh, I suppose that's a fair question. Hey, Foxworthy, what's yes. what's, what's life been like living with like Smith Corman? Uh, not bad. I uh, travel a lot from place to place. Uh, he he kind of uses me to to move things back and forth between you know, Dapton and all the places he sells things. Sweet. So you've done this trip before? Oh yeah. That's how I know Captain yeah. Bright. That makes sense. That does make sense. I don't really know what else I want to ask. I I, I turn to the back. Frankly, and... the voice is off-putting. Yeah. I, I regret I, starting this conversation. <laughs> I, I uncast speak with animals. I lean. I lean back. I can't with... shut the fuck up, animals. I lean back and I say. I gotta to... say, you and your friends are mighty nice. Uh, I, I lean Hot back dog. and I say to Tris, anything you've ever wanted to ask a a hog, Tris? I'm talking to the hog. Uh, yeah, she's just been sitting next to you going... <laughs> you know, I can't under... Are you really speaking with him? Yeah, man. You you, you tell me something to ask him and I'll tell you what he says. Ooh. Um, have you ever met another gnome? And I just go... <laughs> gnome? Um, I don't think so. Do you know what that's, that's what he is? Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard of gnomes. Oh, right, okay. He says that he knows that about gnomes, but he hasn't actually met another gnome. 
like you're the first known that he's met. That's disappointing. Oh, okay. Bamford, do you have anything you want to ask the? Bamford is asleep. Okay. Nice. No, nothing. Cool. Do you mind carrying all of this stuff? Like you seem to be a very, very strong good hog. Oh, not at all. <laughs> this is I'm a whore that's kind of what we do <laughs> it's like do you know have you met my brother Wilton <laughs> I can't say that I have oh he ate me out so good nope that's not the hog is he, is he nice if he's anything like you I'd love to meet him <laughs> um yeah he's he's I, I guess I, you know I haven't seen him in a few years Oh, that's sad. Yeah, she starts getting a bit sad, actually. And she's like, I don't, I don't he's know. He's away with animals. I don't really so know he has where, his way with animals. I don't really know where my brother's got to. <laughs> I don't have any brothers. Well, I mean, I, I got kidnapped, and then I kind of lost track of them all. <laughs> you haven't been kidnapped before, Hawksworthy? Uh, Hawksworthy? You've got me thinking Hawksworthy. Hawksworthy is my cousin. Oh, I <laughs> met him. <laughs> that makes sense. I've never been kidnapped before, but I guess I've been sold and owned by different people. That's sort of the same. I guess it is kind of the same. Have you ever got to choose who you wanted to go with? No. Would you choose me, Foxworthy? Uh, <laughs> of course I would. <laughs> You're great. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, Yes, Master, you're my favorite Master ever. <laughs> I wouldn't leave you, Master. You ever met, you ever met a mountain reaver, <laughs> I don't know what a mountain reaver is, but it sounds scary. Yeah, it's what I got kidnapped by. Oh, well, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> she just kind of gets real sad. She gets real quiet. What are you doing when you get to Denton Air? Oh, we've got to go see a couple of people. I might know them. Really? Do you know Zethan Cree? Fucking hell. Why can I not get, like, names right? I've got them written down here and I just can't say them. Zethan Cree? Yeah. I've met Zethan Cree. Well, apparently we're going there. There's, like, Captain Daria Bright wants us to have a drink with him for her. Oh, I didn't know Zethan drank, but... I haven't seen them in a while. I don't know if that's like code or what, but she's kind of sending us there. I trust her. She seems trust. Do you think she's trustable? She always has good treats. <laughs> oh, well, that's well, except for me. this time. But she was busy. <laughs> that's, that's probably enough for me. I I trust <laughs> you. Enough for me too. I trust your judgment, <laughs> And it's enough for the Disney Corporation. <laughs> Before we get sued. Um, well, we, because we were taking goods that way anyway, weren't we? Yep. Were we taking the goods to Xanthan Creek? You were taking the stolen stuff under the false bottom. Yeah. Uh, and you were taking the the stuff above the false bottom just as a cover. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. There was no... But that's who we were, were going to. That was our contact. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Cool. Because she wouldn't be saying even in Hog that she worked for the no. <laughs> resistance. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, but yeah, you know, Zathan is your resistance contact. Yeah. And um, Daria Bright knew Zathan, Cree. Yeah. Uh, and Foxworthy knows Zathan. I'm kind of putting together in my head that she kind of knows what we're doing, but she's not dumb enough to say it out loud. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. kind of what I'm that thinking. That was exactly. Is, yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Okay. 
So that's um, it. That's I just wanted to have that conversation. Well, thanks for talking. And then the spell, <laughs> then the spell runs out, and all he hears, <laughs> and then he looks disappointed that you don't seem to understand him. Anymore. I I pat him oh. on the head and I offer him an apple. Oh, crunch loves it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, and then I want to talk to Jim if he knows anything about Dantonier that we should know. Uh, uh, is city's been around about eight hundred. 900 years. Uh, I haven't been there myself, but I've heard it was built on top of... Um, just like there, an old city got kind of destroyed or, or paved over or whatever. The stories will kind of conflict, but... Yeah, like a new city got built on top of an old city. Do we something. Know, do we know who's kind of like in charge of Dantonia? Do you know? Like, I don't really know. No, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, I'm guessing it's the uh, Arkvale guys... They seem to be in charge of everything these days. These days they do. Okay. Sorry, I can't really help with the no, present. It's alright, Jim. It's good to see you, Jim. <laughs> then she probably... <laughs> <laughs> no response. <laughs> Whatever, Jim. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> um, um, and that's probably, like, she probably just spends the time just asking inane stupid questions yeah. like that. Okay, so uh, you just pass the time, uh, six hours in total goes by, and then you see in uh, the middle distance a city with high brown and grey stone walls and a few low towers you can barely see standing above them. Uh, A river, possibly an offshoot from the lifeblood to yourself, snakes its way uh, toward the city, and when you get closer you notice the river forms a moat around the entire city. Okay. Uh, Three roads converge at the city's gate, uh, one from the north, one from the south, and which sort of follows the river, and the one from the west that you are on. The road from the north is busy with a long line of travellers and carts waiting to enter the city. Uh, There is a small, very lightly guarded bridge over the moat in front of the open city gate. Uh, Two humans... A man and a woman in Arkvale black and gold uniforms and armed with spears are stopping each group before letting them pass into the city. They don't appear to be overly hostile. Okay. Are they searching? No, they appear like they're just asking questions. Okay, cool. Just border control. Hmm. Sure. Bring in any apples? No. A lot of them. Got any any bananas? Chuck them in the bin before you come in, mate. (laughs) Cool. So Marley just keeps Foxworthy moving at a steady pace towards the gate. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, so she's zipping in yeah. with the north traffic. You are the only ones approaching from the west, mm-hmm. and they clearly see you coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and you basically skip the queue. Cool. Hmm. Um, and you approach, and the male and the female guard um, just say, um, oh, the male steps forward and says, What? Business entering the city? Uh, goods to deliver. And she hands over that letter. The writ of crossing. Yeah, to get the writ of the crossing for Trantis Grifton. Yeah. Uh, okay, he, hand, he reads that and he says, uh, This means nothing to me. Oh, sorry. We just, I don't know. You know when you're just doing a thing and they tell you to do a thing and you're just kind of doing a thing? Mondays, am I right? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brunday. <laughs> sorry, she's just like sorry. Should have known you didn't need that. Yeah, just coming so, in, uh, bringing right. some goods. Uh, what do you got? 
glances over your shoulder. Yeah, I mean, there's some food and some material and, I don't know, this is just normal delivery. Yeah, it sees that you've got, like, bolts of fabric and yeah. stuff sticking up out of it. And she goes, all right, off to the off to the markets, I guess. Yeah, that's where we're headed. All right. Kind of pattern box well, where they're just like, this is routine as hell. And the female soldier is, uh, she just walks away and starts talking to one of the groups coming from the north. And the male just says, all right, welcome to Dantonair. All right. And she just... Watch your step. And you go on to the... Um, uh, the bridge yeah. going over the moat. Cool. Woo. And it's just a wooden, heavy planks. I'm like, steady ahead, Foxworthy. Steady ahead. And he just clomps across. And uh, you get across the bridge, over the moat, and enter through the city gate. Uh, inside, the city of Dantonair is bustling with thousands upon thousands of people going about their business. Uh, mostly human, it appears, uh, and they, um, the main road you are on heads straight towards what you ascertain to be the centre of the city. It looks like the kind of city layout where uh, it's roughly circular and all roads lead inward to a central point. Um, and um, there are Arkvale soldiers patrolling in pairs through uh, the various crowds. Um, they're all heavily armed with crossbows, spears, and or swords, but they don't appear to be harassing anyone or causing trouble. Sure. Does Molly remember anything about how they told her to find Zathan Cray, or did you guys? You were never told anything. Okay, cool. So I'm just going to head to the market because that's where Smith Corman was. Okay, so, so you... So assuming it's... Yeah, roll, an, it. roll an intelligence check. This is the first dice roll of this episode, an hour in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was nearly a 19, but that's just a 9. What am I rolling? That's right, just intelligence. Alright, okay, plus 0 because she should have intelligence. Um, that's fine. You, you, I mean, you've put together in your head that you would guess that in a city like this, the cent- the roads would lead well, to maybe a market. Just, I'm the, just following the soldier's yeah. instructions. That the, go to the market. That the middle <laughs> of the city it probably has the market <coughs> sure. in it, or at least near it. Cool. Um, so you head. That's what I'm doing. You Let's follow the road. Better ideas. Out in the back, ma'am. Russell Spoon is kicking Bam Four in the back. <laughs> Wake up! We're here! We're here! We're where? Have we still got the giant? I just remembered. Have we still got the giant barrel of whiskey or whatever it was that you stole from that tavern way back yes, when? Yes, it is a lot lighter. Okay, cool. <laughs> and now it's just an empty barrel. It's not a barrel of whiskey. Um, as you head deeper into the city, it appears clean, uh, if, if maybe a little dusty from the road, the traffic um, kicking up dust. Uh, and the smells that you are bombarded with are all food and spices and fresh air. And uh, most of the buildings appear to be quite old um, uh, and are mostly made squat and sturdy from stone. As you get into the centre of the city, uh, there is like a giant square with a statue right in the middle of it of uh, just a woman pointing to the sky. It doesn't appear to have any kind of meaning to you. Okay. Um, can you, I roll like a, like a history or a knowledge or something? You can roll a history check if you want. Nope. I rolled a 3 plus a 1 is a 4. It is just a woman pointing to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> There are like market stalls and things all around the outside of the square. 
uh, as well as there are shops and things. Um, while you're standing still, sort of surveying the area, um, a pair of Arkvale soldiers walks by quite close, and one of them eyes your group quite a lot, and then whispers something to the other one, and the other one keeps walking, and the one that was eyeing you makes a beeline straight at you. But he has a big smile on his face. A friendly smile, not a wicked smile. Okay. And he says, uh, Foxworthy, my boy, it's so good to see you! And he rubs Foxworthy's head. Then he turns to you and goes, Oh, sorry, so rude of me. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Terran, and I need you to come with me right now. Uh, if Foxworthy trusts you, then I trust you. Roll inside. Plus three, so eighteen. Yeah, you trust them. Cool. Because I can see that Foxworthy. Yeah, Fox, you saw that Foxworthy reacted to him a, as a friend. I've already had a conversation with Foxworthy about who he yeah. trusts. I trust. So I trust Foxworthy. You read a lot in the smile as he approached you as well. Um, he was genuinely happy to see a group of people travelling with Foxworthy. Cool. I follow. I just go. All right, you lead the way. Okay. Looks like we're following this guy, boys. Trust whoever, we trust you. <laughs> we trust everyone. <laughs> we trust you. Are you awake? Ish. Yeah, Russell Spoon's like, uh, rolling that he's opened the barrel of empty whiskey and he's trying to get empty nearly em- and he's trying to get Ben for the kind of sniff it, sniff it into yeah. his yeah. existence, you know. Yeah. But it's not working. I, like, I, I like noticed that, we that use on my <laughs> yeah. it's a, it's on my character sheet it says. Alcohol is like his Scooby Snacks. <laughs> we we've we've definitely figured this out. We've cracked it. Um, uh, Terran, the Arkvale soldier, um, leads you quite hurriedly um, to uh, an inn on the southeastern edge of the city square called um, the Jester's Gravy Boat. He goes near the front door but leads you past it and down a very narrow corridor that's just wide enough to fit the cut and it goes uh, it's quite a long narrow alleyway and he you approach what looks like a dead end and he does a ratta 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 and the wall opens inward and Tyrion says um inside now I have to get back to my post cool and I just walk Foxworthy in. Because if Foxworthy's walking in there freely, then he's been here before. Yeah. So I trust Foxworthy. Foxworthy absolutely does. Doesn't hesitate. Cool. Uh, And Terran the soldier leaves you behind. Awesome. Uh, So you walk into what appears to be a warehouse with tall stacks of crates on the right-hand side, a lounging common area on the left-hand side with sofas, uh, makeshift table and bar, decks of cards, dice, empty cups and bowls, that sort of thing. Clearly like a lived-in area. Uh, and there is a wall of weapons and armors. Um, a very old goblin with short cropped white beard and long white hairs sticking out of his pointed goblin ears uh, he's, uh, is standing behind you. Presumably he opened the door. Mm-hmm. And he says, Who are you? Stay your business. Uh, we're looking for Satan Cree. And that's the end of the episode. Ooh. Ooh. Zathan Cree. <laughs> you guys actually made it somewhere. Yeah. Because I, I made sure you didn't fight anything. Huh? <laughs>
they finally made it to Dantonir! Hooray! Phew, I thought they would never get there. And uh, gee, thanks guys for making me do the Mickey Mouse voice for 10 minutes. I really hope they don't try to talk to Foxworthy again anytime soon. Or ever. Either way. Bye everyone, and thanks again for listening. We'll see you in episode 16.